gospel preaching and its purpose is not to appease the people and has never been and will never be about collecting a crowd. It is entirely possible and biblically probable to have less people and greater effect for the kingdom of God. Where have you been all my life? I am so glad to see you. Look at your neighbor and tell him you'd never look so good wearing the anointing as you do tonight. Come on, who wants a new robe? Who wants a new song? A new anointing? A fresh touch? I'm not sure you do. Silence is the language of defeat. Shouting is the language of victory. I'm going to try again because everybody over 60 already turned me off. I'm 65 and just reached my prime. I'm stronger today than I was when I was 40. The devil is a liar. Get a Bible. Get a Bible. Get a Bible. Shout, put it back and pick it up. There is a proliferation of preachers professing to be, watch me, Pentecostal. Pentecost is a doctrine, not a denomination. I'm still a tongue-talking Baptist. They never did tell me I wasn't. So I claim them whether they claim me or not. They claim to be Pentecostal, but their poverty of power exposes them and their faux gospel. Gospel preaching and its purpose is not to appease the people and has never been and will never be about collecting a crowd. It is entirely possible and biblically probable to have less people and greater effect for the kingdom of God. We've been so busy pulling in the net, we forgot to sort the fish. Instead of preachers talking about how many you got coming, how about we start talking about how many we got going? The gift of gab has replaced the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Smooth oratory has supplanted stammering lips possessed by the Holy Ghost proclaiming God's power to save and heal and deliver. Away with your Twitter quips. 
which are so similar and so trite. They are neither thoughtful nor inspired. Away with political correctness. Roar in this great arena. Let hell hear you roar. Let sickness and disease and pain and malady, let malfunction and infirmity hear you roar. Away with self-serving strategies of church growth. Away with feel-good talks carefully crafted to please everybody and offend no one. If you're offended, I love you. But I'm offended that you're offended about me being offended about your offense. No, so the gospel, the true, raw, unadulterated, Holy Ghost, fire, baptized, gospel proclaimed from the pulpit is not palatable. I wrote a book about the cross. The cross, one man, one tree, one Friday. And do you know what Christian media said to me? Got me, Paul. It's too graphic. Don't talk about the blood. Don't talk about the suffering and the sighing and the crying and the dying. Don't talk about him being swung up between heaven and earth, bleeding by which the very veins of God himself were emptied. Don't talk about the cat of nine tails tearing the flesh off of his back until it hung around his legs like ribbons. Don't talk about him being kicked and prodded and spat upon and beaten in the fist, in the face with fists of 614 Roman centurions. Don't talk about the weight of that cross. Don't talk about those nails being driven through sinew and flesh deep into olive wood. No, no. That message So we've removed the cross from its rightful place. Do you remember when a cross once topped the steeple of every church in America? Find one on a modern church. The cross has been done away with. It's too graphic. It's, it's discussions of cosmic justice. Just too much to bear. Well, you just have the wrong opinion. To the Greek, it is so. To the barbarian, it is so. But to those of us who believe, 
It is that fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners like me plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilt and stains. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again, individually, in our churches, in our nation? Nothing, nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that washes white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That kind of gospel is too bitter for modern churches compared to the syrupy, slurpy, sweet, self-comforting sermons that lukewarm Christians cry out for. Truth. Truth. I saw that in one of the signs. Truth, truth. Without the marinade of 21st century cultural correctness, political correctness, secular humanism parading in the pulpit. I have to agree with the late, great Leonard Ravenhill. He looked out at the modern evangelical church in 1969 and said, I doubt that even 5% are born again. You're not born again, dear one, because you attend religious services somewhere. You're not born again because you shook some preacher's hand. No, no, no. You're not born again because you pray over your meals. Somebody asked me today, they served me my lunch and I started eating. And they said, aren't you going to pray? I said, I prayed for two hours this morning. And you, you going to condemn me? Because I didn't pray a little religious prayer over my food. I prayed over my food this morning. Before I left my room. Thank you, Lord, for blessing our food and our drink this day. Thank you, Lord, according to your word. That it gives us the power to serve you. Thank you.
for taking sickness and disease out of the midst of us. Being so religious. Dear God, Phil Driscoll was carrying on up here and I wanted to roll. What? I said roll. Like you're on fire. Preachers say, oh, it feels like fire. Shut up in my bones. But when worship's going on, they're sitting on the front row. If anybody worships harder, stronger, longer than you in your church, you ought to resign. I have been speaking about a deep, deep desire for eternal change. Shout eternal. Tonight we set ourselves on a collision course with the forces of darkness. Shove your neighbor and say, this is not a recreation room. This is a battlefield. Man, your battle stations, ready your weapons, lock and load. A Holy Ghost invasion is about to hit America. I'm closing. This is closing number one. Uh, I've been preaching this gospel full-time for 47 years. I've been pastoring the same church for 47 years. I have been married to the love of my life for 35 years. My children serve God with reckless abandon. Tonight, we take our families back. Shall put it back. Put it back. I mean, get mad about it. You need a Holy Ghost, holy indignation to take your children's life back. Take your home back, Mom. Stop praying, Dad. Stop sending them to church and lead them to church. Start having an altar in your home again. Are you getting your money's worth? Okay. Well, I'm, I got more, honey. I'm not through the introduction. I got 18 pages. I didn't come to say something. I came with something to say. And I need to say this because Phil Driscoll led me into it. No anointing ever leaves the earth. That's over your head. No anointing ever leaves this earth. That blind eye healing anointing, it's still in the earth. It's been put back, but it's looking for somebody to pick it up. Shout, put it back. The anointing is tangible. It's transferable. 
It was in Moses' rod. It was in Elijah's staff. It was in Elisha's bones when he'd been dead for years. And when dead things got thrown in on those dead bones, they raised to life again. We're about to resurrect some dead bones. That anointing, that anointing was in Peter's shadow. It was in Paul's handkerchiefs and aprons. It was in the hymn of Jesus God. And it has never left the earth. Dr. Oral Roberts laid his hands on me. That anointing is still here. Dr. Lester Sumrall laid his hands on me. That anointing is still here. Smith Wigglesworth, who raised 17 people from the dead, is my spiritual grandfather. That anointing is transferable. I feel an anointing rising right now. I mean, I sense it around my ankles and my knees, up around my waist, and we're about to swim. Shove your neighbor and say, come on, we're about to take another dip. Just dip your shoulders and come up shouting, come on. Take another dip. I said, take another dip. There's a fresh wind of the baptism in the Holy Ghost all over this room. Open your mouth and begin to speak a language that's not native to you. Do it now. Do it now. You don't need somebody to lay hands on you. It's in the room. Shout, it's in the room. Shout, he's in the room. All right, here we go. Be seated. Here we go. Here we go. So he came across a witch doctor, like the real kind. Not the kind to make money on late night TV, like the real kind, witch doctor. He wasn't giving out horror scopes. He was pouring a mixture of his own blood and alcohol into the mouth of a bullfrog. Strongest satanic symbol there is. Read the book of the Revelation. He was spinning and uttering with his eyes back in his head demonic incantations. So Brother Summerall walked up to him, handed him his card, and said, uh, I'm the pastor of the first church and... Uh, we have counseling sessions for folks like you on every other thing. If you know that's not what he did, shout now, right? He didn't do that. He didn't do that. He walked up to that pathetic human person, possessed of legion, slapped a left hand on a right jaw and a right hand on a left jaw, and shouted these words, rarely heard in the modern church. 
come out of him, you foul spirit of hell. Psalm 81 verse 10 is our Bible verse of the decade. It's full of power, full of promise for you and everyone you love. Here it is. Open your mouth with a mighty decree and God said, I will fulfill it now. Suddenly you'll see the words that you speak. So shall it be. Expect something brand new from God, something beyond anything you've ever experienced before. That's an Ephesians 3.20 harvest. Financial breakthrough is one of the last bastions of satanic resistance before the imminent return of Jesus Christ. And you and I are heirs to the promise that the God that has been fighting with you is about to fight for you. And victory is already assured because the gates of brass have been broken and the bars of iron are cut asunder. This is the time to sow a supernatural seed wrapped up in expectancy. I need so many of my partners, so many of my friends to respond today to help me expand this broadcast of breakthrough. There's a great, great harvest of souls on right now, but we must reach them and reach them quickly. For your generous seed gift of $100 or more, I've asked my team to bring back one of the most popular resources we've ever offered. It's the exquisitely designed Breakthrough Jubilee Bible with a rich soft bound cover with glistening rose gold edges. You'll enjoy the easy to read larger print in the modern English translation. We've released two Bibles since this one, but this is the one I still preach with every single time I'm in the pulpit. It's my favorite. It includes a year's worth of devotionals in the front with a massive concordance and maps in the back. In between is the power of God's word that you need to decree and declare all this year. Now, please understand, quantities are very limited, and I sure don't want you to miss this opportunity. Sow your seed today. Help us expand the gospel network of breakthrough around the world. Sow that seed of $100 or more today and ask for your breakthrough Jubilee Bible. Help Dr. Parsley reach a record number of souls in 2023. End time events assure that the time is short. Sow your very best seed to expand this global soul-winning outreach. Call or log on with your seed of $100 or more, and we'll send you the Breakthrough Jubilee Bible, 
The exquisitely designed Jubilee Bible is certainly our most popular. The elegant crafting will ensure this will be a keepsake for your family for many years to come. Beautifully bound with a soft touch cover, the pages have a striking rose gold gilding. Inside, you'll love the year-long devotional, convenient large print, and an easy-to-use concordance. And I love the way it feels in my hands. Bibles of this quality often sell for $200 or more. Quantities are very limited, so please call or log on today and ask for the Breakthrough Jubilee Bible. Thank you for your generous gift to reach souls. Shall put it back. Now I'm going to tell you about picking it up. Real quick. Real quick. Say, pick it up. Shout it again. Pick it up. And he took the robe of Elijah that fell from him and struck the water and said, you know, you got to talk. Here's the verse of the decade, not of the night, not of the year. Here's the verse of the decade, Psalm 81.10. Open your mouth with a mighty decree. And God said, I will fulfill it. Now you see the words that you speak, so shall it be. Get to talking. He struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? You know what God's saying today? Where are my Elijahs? Everybody's crying out to God. God's done what he's going to do. Oh, the Lord is moving. When did he stop? Revival is coming. From where? He fills all in all. Tap in, bro. He's moving. He's talking. He can't help it if you're out of calling distance. Your spiritual cell tower is too far away from the throne. The closer the throne you get, the better your reception. Help Dr. Parsley reach a record number of souls in 2023. End time events assure that the time is short Sow your very best seed to expand this global soul-winning outreach. Call or log on with your seed of $100 or more, and we'll send you the Breakthrough Jubilee Bible. The exquisitely designed Jubilee Bible is certainly our most popular. The elegant crafting will ensure this will be a keepsake for your family for many years to come. Beautifully bound with a soft-touch cover, the pages have a striking rose gold gilding, Inside, you'll love the year-long devotional, convenient large print, and an easy-to-use concordance. And I love the way it feels in my hands. Bibles of this quality often sell for $200 or more. Quantities are very limited, so please call or log on today and ask for the Breakthrough Jubilee Bible. Thank you for your generous gift to reach souls. If God told you something was going to happen and it didn't happen yet, stop crying. There is life in it yet. Gideon began with 32,000. 
against the Midianites who had 135,000. There have always been, there will always be more of us than there are of them. We are remnant, revenant, resurrected revivalists. That's who we are. This is not a time to pray weak, timid prayers. A timid faith will be intimidated. Pray with boldness. Pray with courage. Pray without doubt. Pray without fear. Jesus chooses unpolished people on purpose for his purpose. But God is saying you're moving beyond the gift and you're moving into the anointing. Breakthrough with Rod Parsley is made possible because of the faithful monthly support of Revival Covenant Partners. Thank you. To learn more, visit rodparsley.com.